0: Yama. I'm your host, Nari Pakai, and welcome to NITV Radio for this Monday, 25th of December. Coming on today's show, NITV Radio chats with Mitch Tambo, bringing Christmas and culture together with his rendition of Silent Night in Gamilaroi Language. Plus, in a following interview, Mitch talks with us about his song, Yugal Eulogy. And we share a few stories from NITV news team Summer Yarns as we recap some of the 2022 and 2023 stories that encapsulate black excellence from mob right across Australia. All these stories and more coming to you after the latest news. Australia Day 1972 saw the first Aboriginal embassy erected outside Parliament The native title legislation must be amended. And they've walked this land so many times before anybody came. I am sorry. In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese wishes a Merry Christmas to Australians. Stormy weather affecting much of the east coast of Australia and, in sport, Melbourne United have managed to curb the resistance of Perth Wildcats. Anthony Albanese has wished all Australians a Merry Christmas while paying tribute to those who are giving up their day to help others. Mr Albanese... Expressed his gratitude to everyone who's giving up their Christmas for the sake of others. In this time of celebration and reflection, we express our gratitude to everyone who's giving up their Christmas for the sake of others. In particular, our emergency personnel and Australian Defence Force members, whether here or overseas, our medical workers, and our hospitality, and those who give up for others through charities. Mr Albanese also acknowledged it wasn't an easy period for some, in particular those in far north Queensland dealing with the aftermath of the floods. In his Christmas message, opposition leader Peter Dutton acknowledged that many people are struggling to make ends meet as the cost of living rose. He also thanked those assisting people in need the generosity and the efforts of our wonderful charity workers and volunteers epitomised the very best of our society. Flash floods have prompted multiple rescues and calls for help as thunderstorms brought hail, damaging winds and heavy rainfall to areas across New South Wales, stretching to Queensland and Victorian borders. Almost 600 NSW... SES volunteers were responding to calls for assistance late on Christmas Eve. Most of the rescues involved vehicles trapped in flood water. SES spokesman Andrew Edmonds has told ABC rain is likely to continue until at least Boxing Day. We are particularly concerned about the weather conditions for Christmas Day. We are expecting some severe storms which could see a repeat of the conditions we saw on Christmas Eve which was flash flooding, large hail and damaging winds. And those conditions are likely to persist through to Boxing Day. Thousands of properties lost power in southeastern Queensland after supercells rolled across the state on Sunday afternoon. Firefighters in Western Australia continue to battle dozens of blazes across the state as a heat wave continues in the northeast. The Bureau of Meteorology said Christmas Day would bring temperatures in the high 30s and low 40s for northeastern parts of the state. Total fire bans are in place for many areas facing heat wave conditions. The high temperatures continue to make a difficult for firefighters battling the dozens of fires. Several emergency-level bushfires have engulfed homes and torn through bushlands, rural properties, and suburbs on Perth's fringes in the past days. A fire was burning at a watch-and-act alert meetup in the shire of Manjima in the state's southwest on Sunday evening political leaders in Australia have paid tribute to Australian Defence Force personnel deployed overseas. More than a 1,000 ADF personnel are on deployments during Christmas holiday season in various regions around the world in 2023. This year, 11,471 Defence personnel have served on operations both at home and across the road world including on peacekeeping missions in egypt israel lebanon syria and south sudan a number have sent video messages to loved ones in australia Hi, my name is Sergeant Justin Hill and I'm currently deployed to the Sinai, Egypt on Operation Mazurka. I'd like to wish a very special Merry Christmas to my friends and family back home. G'day, I'm one of the engineering officers here on Operation Kudu in Germany. Sending my Christmas wishes and love to my partner Ash, my mum Diane, my dad Vlad and my sister Denny. Two pro-Palestine protesters took to the stage at this year's Carols by Candlelight before being tackled and removed by security. The protesters ran on stage in front of thousands of people, taking the microphone from the host and yelling, while you're caroling, kids are dying in Gaza. Host David Campbell then assured the crowd that everything was fine and thanked security for quickly dealing with the situation. The head of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom Gibri Asis, has described the impact of the war on the health system of Gaza as a decimation and a tra- tragedy. The WHO leader made comments in a tweet on social media platform X reiterating his call for an immediate ceasefire. He paid tribute to doctors, nurses, ambulance drivers in Gaza, adding who would continue working alongside by side with Palestinian health workers delivering supplies, supporting provision care and transferring seriously wounded people. Ukrainians are celebrating Christmas on December 25th for the first time this year in efforts to shift away from Russia's historical influence. Traditionally, the majority Orthodox Christian population would celebrate alongside Russia on January 7th, in line with the traditional Julian calendar. Ukraine passed a law earlier this year declaring Christmas celebrations would come early in a move their president says will help Ukrainians live their own lives. This will be the second Christmas Ukraine in Ukraine since Russia launched its offensive in 2022. 13 people have been killed in a th- and 38 injured after a nickel smelter furnace exploded in Indonesia. The owner of the furnace, Indonesia Singshan Stainless Steel, says workers were rep- repairing the furnace and installing plates when the explosion occurred. A company spokesperson the initial says the initial explosion set off several other explosions because a nearby oxygen cylinder used for welding and cutting compo- components for the repairs. Indonesia's President, Joko Widodo, says government, the government is keen to develop nickel sector, but is calling for improvements in safety and enhancing monitoring of the environment standards in the industry. Five Israeli hostages killed in Hamas captivity have been recovered from an underground tunnel network in the northern Gaza Strip, Israeli military says. Chief Military Spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari said that most p- the postmortems were pending. The three soldiers and two civilians were among 240 people taken hostage by Hamas gunmen during the cross-border attack on October 7 that sparked the war. The military announced the repatriation of the bodies earlier this month. The Israeli military also said it had uncovered an extensive network of tunnels in northern Gaza and had been used to oversee the October attack in Israel. Thousands of people have gathered in the centre of Belgrade in an anti-government protest to demand the annulment of a parliamentary and local elections a week ago that some international observers say were unfair. The populist-ruling Serbian Progressive Party, SNS, won 46.72% of the votes in a snap parliamentary elections last weekend, according to the State Election Commission preliminary results. The international monitoring mission on Monday said the SNS gained an unfair advantage through media bias, the improper influence of the president, Alexander Vučić, and voting irregularities such as vote buying. Vučić said the elections were fair. The rising cost of living has touched many Australians with its impact increasingly felt over the holiday period. Unions New South Wales found in a survey that 42% of people slashed their grocery spend on Christmas and 56% have cut gift spending. The Reverend Bill Cruz Foundation provides assistance to homeless and disadvantaged people and provides food, social welfare and education support. Its founder, Bill Cruz, comments, says... Demand for the services have been increasing. Oh, very high demand. It's been building up all year. Nowadays, we provide 53,000 meals every month. Our vans have gone around the world four times, 160,000 kilometres delivering food to hungry people. So the, the need has just gone through the roof. Doctors are urging parents to keep a watchful eye on potentially risky toys this Christmas as children are particularly vulnerable of eye injuries. Ophthalmologist Dr. Chanel Sharma says eye injuries have long life consequences and are far more common than people realise. The Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Ophthalmologists, Ransco, says things like toy guns, swords and aerosols are particularly high risk. Dr Sharma warns injuries can be severe. Eye injuries from these sorts of things can start with injuries to the cornea where you get an ulcer, It can cause injury to the lid, but in worst-case scenarios, it can go through the eye and cause complete loss of the eyeball as well as vision. Whilst children's eyes are particularly vulnerable, Dr Sharma says injuries caused by champagne corks are also very common. Also, pet owners are being warned to avoid giving their pets certain christmas treats during the festive period rspca chief veterinarian Brunwyn oak is urging owners to keep an eye on what their pets are consuming noting cooked bones are particularly dangerous as they become brittle and can cause gastrointestinal obstructions dr oak also warned to avoid feeding ham or other fatty meals to pets as it can lead to diseases like pancreatitis in dogs. Other foods to avoid giving pets include chocolate, Christmas pudding, sultanas, macadamias and alcohol. Police are urging beachgoers in New South Wales to hand in any barnacle-covered bricks of cocaine after several have been found washing up along the state's coast. Police say members of the public alerted them of a mysterious parcel after discovering one in Magenta on the state's central coast. After more investigations, at least seven packages have been located along the coast so far, all between Sydney and Newcastle. Investigators are urging anyone who finds or may have seen the packages to contact local police. And in sport, the annual Sydney Hobart yacht race is facing uncertain weather conditions, as the Bureau of Meteorology reveals somewhat vague forecast ahead of Boxing Day. But skipper John Winning Jr., he is backing Andrew Comanche to defend her line honours title, no matter what the conditions. Winning's boat has thrived in heavy downwind conditions before, and last year arrived in Constitution Dock in one day, 11 hours and 48 seconds, claiming the second fastest time for a line hours winner in Hobart history. Smaller boats are expected to face a real challenge, though, as stormy weather and strong winds remain on the cards for Tuesday's race. Senior meteorologist at the Bureau, Gabrielle Woodhouse, gave a weather briefing to races ahead of Tuesday. There is still the risk of seeing some strong wind warnings being issued, particularly through parts of Bass Strait and around Tasmania. Um, and obviously, with the thunderstorms uh, forecast, particularly on Tuesday and Wednesday, there is the risk that we're going to see some fairly erratic winds um, and sharp changes in direction and wind speed with those storms. Unfortunately, some of them might be forming overhead. Um, and it's a, yeah a difficult one at this stage just because of the thunderstorms that are forecast. In the National Basketball League, Melbourne United have managed to curb the resistance of the Perth Wildcats. 109-103, to 103, after overtime in John Kane Arena. Ian Clark scored 25 points for the winners, while Bryce Cotton tried to win the game for the visitors with 36. This win continues United's successful run this season, as they maintain 14 wins to 7 loss record at the top of the NBL ladder. Melbourne's top scorer, Ian Clark, says the game plan gave them the victory. Just wanted to win. Obviously, we know that last time we were here, it was a battle against these guys. Uh, We know how how good Bryce is and the attention that he draws. Uh, So we wanted to come out and try to execute our game plan we've been doing all week. Uh, Obviously, we went to overtime again, but this time we pulled it out. It was a good game. In football, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, chairman of the... Petrochemicals company, Enos Group, and one of the UK's wealthiest men, has agreed to purchase a 25% share of the Premier League side Manchester United. It comes almost 13 months after the club's current owners, the Glazier family, family, began searching for investors willing to buy the team. Ratcliffe is also set to provide $440 million for future investments into the club's old Trafford Stadium. Manchester United have been in poor form all season and currently stand on 8th place in the Premier Ladder with 28 points from 18 matches. And now for a look at today's weather. Broome is sunny with 32 Perth is mostly sunny at 35. Adelaide is having showers or two and is windy at 20. Melbourne, there's rain at times with a possible storm, 23. Hobart is partly cloudy at 22. Albury-Wodonga is having storms, possible heavy falls at 25. Canberra is having showers increasing and storms at 23. Wollongong, also the same but at 24. Sydney there is showers and a possible storm at 27. Newcastle is similar conditions at 28. Brisbane showers and a possible storm at 33. Townsville is a shower or two at 34. Cairns is partly cloudy with 33. Alice Springs is sunny at 34. Darwin is partly cloudy at 34. And the Torres Straits is a shower with possible storms at 32.